Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm Marla Goldberg, and I'm so happy you're here with us today. And we're all going to have an amazing conversation with my guest, Andre Balag. Andre has performed as a soloist with orchestras like the Berlin Philharmonic, Frankfurt Symphony and Orchestras of Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Seattle, and Dallas, to name a few. He's toured the world as a violinist of the Pacific Trio for 35 years. He is an award-winning photographer and digital artist. And in 2016, he was named number two among the top 10 photographers in California. It's quite an honor by the Professional Photographers Association of California. Andre is renowned throughout the world for his sacred geometry artworks, which is what we're going to be talking about. And if you want to tune in and look at his art while we're talking, you can find his artwork at Andre's Art, and that's E-N-D-R-E-S-A-R-T dot com. Welcome, Andre. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. So happy to have you here. We have so much to talk about because you've got such a diverse background, professional background, and you started really young in your violin, in your music career. Right, yeah. Well, I, I was actually born into it. My mother was a, was a violinist with the Los Angeles Philharmonic, which back in those days was uh, very rare. I think she was one of the first women in any orchestra. And so she, so for those of those feminists in the world, that's that was a big step forward. And uh, and so and my uncle was a violin maker, and so uh, when my father, who came from Europe after the long after the war, uh, he didn't speak English. They're both both of my parents are Hungarian, and he didn't speak English. I'm so Hungarian. Oh well, see now we could, there we go. So uh, <laughs> kindred spirits, and and so anyhow he didn't speak he but he played the violin. He's not a, he's not a violinist, but then he needed to get. Uh, strings for his violin so he, he didn't speak English well so he asked around in the Hungarian community and they and they said oh there's this this violin shop that where the proprietor is Hungarian and you can then speak speak with him so he went there and that's how where he met my mom and so that was the the, the basis of how they got married and and or at least how they how they met and then uh, because it was unusual that, that there was a woman in the Los Angeles Philharmonic when I was born uh, and I was 11 days old. I had my picture in the Los Angeles Times with a little tiny 64th size violin that she was holding under my chin in the in the in the bassinet. And uh, they said, "Here is a new violinist is just born." Of course, that was that was just they thought that would be cute, but they were actually correct in their in their prognostications. Probably the first and only time the LA Times has been prophetic. So. <laughs> Anyway, so then when I was uh, about three and a half, there's a long story that I won't go into. They didn't actually want me to play the violin, but things worked out differently. And, and so uh, I, I wound up around age three and a half uh, starting the violin. And by, by the time I was four, when I was four, I played nine concerts in public when I was wow. four. And then, uh, then the first time I played as a soloist with an orchestra, I was six years old. And then uh, the first time I played with the L.A. Philharmonic as a soloist, I was eight. And then uh, I gave my recital in New York, my debut recital in New York when I was 15. 
and or no, I was 16. In Los Angeles, I was 15, and then 16 in New York, and uh, then started concertizing and playing with various symphonies, and and then I fell in love with chamber music as well, and so I had wonderful colleagues, and and uh, so we we had the Pacific Trio. We toured around and. And I always was playing recitals as well, but um, so we toured a lot and played a lot of concerts that way. And then, uh, uh, then of course, then I got married and had children, and and I wanted to stay closer to home because I'd be gone about six or eight months of the year, and I didn't want to have to be doing that as much. So I started to decide to stay at home more and limit limit my concert schedule. And uh, so that's when I got into introduced to became interested in photography and then and then also digital artwork and and uh, so that's that led eventually uh, there, that's a whole separate story how I started to make make uh, sacred geometries but then uh, we will get probably get to that and so then now I make a lot of photography, I do a lot of art photography and uh, also sacred geometry. So. so I've checked up on you. Your photography is amazing. Your sacred huh. geometry is just awe-inspiring. Oh, and you. one of those, one of your designs is sitting one right of those behind, behind you right, me, right. Now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is just like, wow. So I have to tell you, I had to hone up on my sacred geometry information because there was never, out of all the, the training I've had, sacred geometry has not been my strong suit. Uh, so I mean it's beautiful. Okay. I love to look at it, but no, I wanted to bone up so I could I could speak into you know with uh-huh. some intelligence with you. But <laughs> let's talk about how you got into sacred geometry and how you go about designing. How you get well? Ideas. Uh, okay, so the the um, I was always interested in philosophy and and uh, uh, religions, the, theology, and all of this. This was always a passion of mine, even from way back when. When I was a little little kid, I was you know I was a strange child. I'd be practicing the violin and then and be interested in reading esoteric books. And, and <laughs> so, uh, actually, the first of all, I got into photography, digital art, digital photography, and I was doing that. And of course, learning to do Photoshop, learning worth because all of the, all of my sacred geometries are made in Photoshop. And uh, then, unfortunately, our about uh, well, so about fifteen years ago now, our our son passed away suddenly, and so he was. That was a. We have we have four children, and so I have three girls, and and our son who passed away, and and so uh, kind of as a as a self medication, self therapy, I started to to make these sacred geometries, and the first ones were very nice. People liked them. I, I, if I look back at them, I, I can see that they were a little more primitive, perhaps, but they're still there, and I, I have them on my website. They're all in order of that they were created, and so there is sort of a progression as to how they, they've been created. Right now, I just made last night, I finished number 500 and, let's see, 556, so that's... Wow. That's and and now I, I actually I believe in some way that 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 my son, to the extent that I get channel, I'm not I don't feel myself to be a channel other than somehow I I just these these happen somehow, uh, but he does help me and and uh, uh, I I I don't. I can't say that I am whispered in my ear, but there is a, there is a process to it, and, and I find that they they sort of make themselves. Uh, very often, I'll I'll start with I I'll always what I do is I start with a, a blank square, uh, big black blank square, and and then start to fool around with it. And and it's it's interesting because they they start out often like even the one last night started out 
with a completely different beginning. And then I start to make the, the I make the center first generally, and then, and, then, and then I start to make the background. And then I realized that I didn't like the center, but I love the background. And so then I started fooling around with, with creating something else. And, and so it wound up with completely different from what I started with. But, uh, you know, then, and then suddenly I say, oh, now it's done. And so that it, it's it's that kind of a process, and it's it's a meditative process for me. I I just sort of zone into it, and and uh, they they seem to create themselves in many ways. And and so I, a lot of people have told me that they they're like uh, portals into into other realms, and and so I I'm really honored that I'm able to channel that into the world to the extent that I I feel that I'm channeling them and. And uh, that, and they've also, in many ways, acted like a beacon to to attract into my life a lot of fascinating people like yourself, uh, who who appreciate that that type of genre of art. And and uh, and uh, well, as you can well imagine, people who do appreciate that are are always special, interesting people. And so uh, that's why I've met a lot of wonderful people that way. So I'm hearing that you're a channel in a different kind of a way because you have to be open to receiving the guidance to you know to know what you like, what you don't like. Right, it's exactly. Not always ego. No, no. I mean, I, I, I actually. Uh, it's interesting. One of my daughters was over here the other day, and 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 I was showing her my most recent ones, and she says, "How do you do this? They're, every one of them is different, and they're all, and you keep making new ones." I say, "Well, I don't know. I just I just keep." making new ones and, and and I'll listen to the radio I might be listening to something that that, that has nothing to do with with uh, uh, sacred geometry I mean although I've done that too where I've had meditative music there's actually a I, a whole bunch of them that I did with um, uh, for some friends of ours were were uh, very much into kirtan meditation I don't know if you did that's the, the what the, yeah. the, the, the the Sikhs do and they there's it's a they have a whole bunch of different uh, mantras and and they're but they're set to music and they're some of them are really lovely and so one of them suggested to me that well why don't you why don't you play that while while you're making them and see if that makes any difference and and it, it and then it was interesting there because I didn't know anything they're singing in, in Indian language and and I purposefully didn't want to know what what was the meaning of those particular mantras and then they would, and then they would. I would show them to them. They say, "Oh, that's amazing, because this is uh, associates to so and so guru, and and his colors were green and blue, and, and it would happen that that one was made with predominantly green and blue. It was all this very mystical sort of stuff that would happen, and and so, uh, but as it is, I mean, I can I listen to something, anything that just takes me away from myself, then I allow the process to happen, and and and. They, they, they form themselves. Sometimes it takes me 15 minutes or so to make one. Other times it'll take me several days before I'm happy with it. But here's the thing. Music is vibration, right? So when you put right. the music on, it raises the vibration. Yeah. No coincidence right. that no. blue and green were in that piece you made mm-hmm. while listening to the music. Right, you know, in the mantra, that has that vibration like, in it exactly. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, it I mean, it's not surprising. Sense. I'm just, I'm just relating what is, what is seems to be a, a for many people would be a fascinating and almost mystical uh, process, and and I, I find it to be very, very. It's, it's just something that I do. Thank God. I mean, I'm able to, I'm able to allow this channel to happen, and so, yeah. So it's not mystical because it's your process. Mm-hmm. So there's no mysticism right. around it, but to the outside eye. 
uh-huh. or whose Laura was wanting to know how you do this, like what your daughter asked you, right? right? Like, oh my yeah. God, each one is different and it's so powerful. And how do you do this? And you do it because you're that vessel, uh-huh. you know, in that way, that's why channels, they're a channel that, that can, you know, channel Jesus and other deities. And I mean, look at Abraham Hicks. Abraham is a right. collective of, of entities mm-hmm. sharing information. Right. Well, you know, yeah. to, to, to Esther Hicks, it doesn't seem all that mysterious, but to somebody outside who is not familiar, right? it's highly mysterious. Exactly, exactly. So, that's... And it's a true gift, I have to say, because they're gorgeous. So do you, does your artwork, now I, lo- I listened to your Danny Boy with your, with your photography, uh, that, that video, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Did you take those pictures of the flowers? Yes, those are all my flower photos. That's wow. that. Those are some of my award-winning flower photos, and and so people, you know, your your listeners can all go to my website and see see all the flowers and the sacred geometries, everything. Uh, but that uh, those are I selected about I don't know I could count them maybe about forty to go with that with that music, and uh, so that was a live performance that that was done recorded as a, as part of a radio broadcast that was for the tenth anniversary of nine uh, eleven. There was heart. It just pulled on the heartstrings, and oh. so you wait. You have a um, you have a YouTube channel that has this, right? Because it's on YouTube, so you can look up Andre Palag and and see a lot of his um, music and his meditation. Yeah, that particular one. I think if you if you put on YouTube, uh, gee, what does it say? It's. I think if you just were to put in. Andre Balog and Danny Boy or Danny Boy and Flowers and my and my name that would that would bring that up. So, but then I I have to I, I urge everyone to listen to it because and watch it because the flowers, the lighting. I was looking at the lighting and the contrast and the texture and it was incredible. And of oh. course, Danny oh. Boy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that's actually also we're going back to my my the son who passed away that it. it, it I had never played that piece, but I was I did a lot of uh, performing with a with a guitarist colleague of mine who also has since passed away. He was my closest friend, and and uh, it was after it was probably the first thing that we learned where we put together. Uh, he did an arrangement of Danny Boy for the guitar, and 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 I played the violin part, played the melody, and then he he had passed away, and so all is left is that I play it by myself, and so that's that's. Uh, that's what that recording was done. It still hits the heart in such an amazing way. At least it did for my heart. So oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. So you made you, you said you've made five hundred. I thought it was eight. No, it's it's now. I just finished last night. Eight hundred and fifty-six. Okay. Yeah. You there's there's about eight hundred. There's over eight hundred that are now on my website. I haven't. I sort of parse them out, and I and whenever I. Because I don't want to, I could put them all up at once, and then people would get, you know, there were too many of them. So <laughs> uh, I put the I put up a new one every couple of days, and I'm so I'm backlogged, and I uh, so there's I forget what the last number is up there that, but I saw I, I, I saw eight forty seven when I looked uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. But, okay, well, uh huh. Okay. So there we are. But that's so, yeah. So there, there's there's some that are sort of somewhat color changed duplicates and what so. Uh, that's I'll, I will label them maybe uh, one twenty seven number one one twenty seven number two for instance and so that the, the, there's more than one of some of a certain type sometimes that, but that's that's fairly rare. 
So it's almost like the same design, but with different color behind it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, texture. there might be that that I can't decide which one I like better, and so I put them both up. I like that. It's what I do when I buy shoes. I can't uh-huh. decide which ones I like, so I take them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My shoe analogy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. That's what supports you. So. <laughs> it does literally, you know, yeah. holds you up. That's, I, that's that's what I meant. Okay, so, so now you have those. So what do you do with them? So you put them up. You've got them up for people to see and buy, and they can buy them in posters. They can buy them on. Oh, well, from my from my website, they can be bought in any any configuration. There's all kinds of. Uh, I, it, my website is run by a company called Fine Art America, and so then everything is produced on demand. So if somebody goes to my website and purchases a sacred geometry or a photo, there's virtually infinite number of ways that they can be uh, uh, processed. They can buy them as shower curtains or, or bed covers or, 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 of course, prints, posters, matted prints, and you can choose the matting and the framing and anything else that people want to do. And, and now and, you have masks. Well, right. And so that you can also, now they're making face masks. And so you can buy a, a sacred geometry face mask. And that's that's also on my website. So any one of those is is available to me. As actually, I bought a, one for myself. So I'm advertising myself when I go out somewhere, and I have my <laughs> sacred Which geometry face mask. And just think, you'll have one for each day if you buy one in each each design, right? Right. We're going to be right back. We have to take a break. We're going to talk more with Andre Balag and his sacred geometry and his processes. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. If you've uh, watched this or listened to this from the beginning, if you've just tuned in, I'm sitting and talking with Andre Balag, 
Andre is a soloist with orchestras like the Berlin Philharmonic, Frankfurt Symphony, and orchestras of Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Dallas, just to name a few. And he has traveled the world as a violinist to the, with the Pacific Trio for 35 years. Andre is also an award-winning photographer and digital artist. He was named number two among the top 10 photographers of California by the Professional Photographers Association of California. And Andre is renowned throughout the world for his sacred geometry artworks, which is what we were talking about before the break. So welcome back, Andre. Yeah, welcome. It's great to be here. So you also collaborate with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, You've done a book with Deirdre Haid and William Arnst, Arnst. Arnst, and it's called The Not-So-Little Book of Surprises. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about that book a little bit. Well, that that was a fascinating project. Will Arnst, some of you may be familiar with with him, that he was the producer and director of a of a very well known documentary movie that was very popular called What the Bleep Do We Know, and so uh, <clears throat> that was several years ago. I, I think it was about ten or twelve years ago that that came out. I think Something it came like out that. in 2005 or 2004. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever, anyhow. So he, he, and then he married Deidre Haid, who is, who is a, a fascinating channel of, of spiritual enlightenment and wisdom. And, and she gives a lot of uh, lectures and, and uh, you know, she talks to a lot of people. And so from all of that, they had collected a number of her, her poems and, and wisdom sayings that had, she had channeled through, and, and uh, uh, so then he, then he got the idea that he wanted to do. It actually started out just as to be like a little thing for her birthday, a little pamphlet that they would collect together some of her sayings, and then I would use some of my photographs to illustrate that. And she she thought it was so great, and and then it it eventually morphed into a hundred and thirty six page or is it 120, 126 page uh, coffee table book called the not so little book of surprises I don't know if anybody is, who's watching it they can see it there I'll hold it up for a second and, it's lovely. Uh, <laughs> there it is and it's 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 available on Amazon uh, and it, it, every page of it has artwork of mine including the cover and, and the, the photographs in the back of of Will and, and Deidre and uh, uh, every every illustration in the book is and every page is illustrated with a, with a different illustration. So it's it's basically a, a big portfolio of, of some of my artwork. Some some quite a number of which I made specifically for the book. I wound up creating things specifically for the book, and because we the the uh, sayings and writings that she had then then would inspire me to create something new, and and so that those are. Uh, in the book, and then actually, it's a very interesting story. Is because when it, it was about to be published, one of the one of the processes that people do with publishing is that you go to a, a, a place where they show you the photographs and, and under special lights, and so you can see how how the color is to, to make sure the color is corrected and everything. And so we we I, doing that. The the publisher people said, you know, this book is so so beautiful. We love it so much. Uh, we want to make sure that it's it's going to be one of our our special sort of gem uh, photo, photo books that we can show to people. And so they, they, they paid for me to come with, with another fellow, the two of us. We, went to, we flew to China where they printed the books. And so I oversaw the printing of, of each page. We, we, would, we would basically, 
what happened was for several. I was there for ten days, uh, and they they uh, would would print uh, four pages at a time, and and uh, they would then they would they would have a test page after they color corrected everything. They would do a test page. And then uh, we would go and again under the same special lights we would look at them, analyze them, make sure that there were no little. I, at one time I found a little a little blip that had gotten onto a, a, a photo that turned out to be some dirt that had gotten onto the onto the print onto the press thing. No one would have seen it except I know my photos well enough to say, oh wait a minute, that doesn't belong there. And so they printed twenty five thousand copies. It would have been it, it would have been in every one of them. So I said, wait, that's that's wrong and. And so they they fixed it and they clean clean that off the thing. So so that's how the the book was was printed and in and put together in China. And uh, so it was and that resulted, of course, that I got to take a lot of photographs in China too. So in, in that area where I was. So I on my website there's some interesting photos of China. China is fascinating. My husband's gone there there quite a bit. I haven't uh-huh. gone yet. Uh huh. I've yeah, chosen well, not. Now to. now things are changing. So it's. <laughs> it's changing a lot. And you also are working on a current book with Ness Carroll. Is that the right? Ness Carroll, right. Well, Perfect. Yeah. So she is, she is an extraordinary channel of, of spirit. And, and, uh, and her, her, what, it's, it's very interesting. Right now we're actually expanding that book into other, other areas. We, we have a book called Synergeometry. Uh, it's, it's going to be, we don't know exactly how it's going to get published yet, although we're thinking of doing it ourselves and then maybe setting up a crowdfunding campaign and and I can let you know about that when that happens. And Perfect. and uh, so, uh, but but she has she channels she has channeled four line little little poems that that go with each of these of these sacred geometries. And there that's about a hundred and also about a hundred and forty of them. Uh, and so, but now she's, she's, it's interesting because I'm working on it right now and she is too. Uh, she's channeling a new little poem for each one of the 800 so far. And, and she reports to me, it's so fascinating because she says, I don't even, I don't even, all I do is look at it and, and my hand is writing and I don't, I'm not even writing. It's, it's all automatic writing. She says it's done. They'll be done in, in, in 45, 50 seconds and, and they're, and they're finished the next one. And, and it's, it's just being downloaded from, from some divine source. So, uh, those will eventually be, they're, they're divided into, into sections. There's portals and mandalas and geometrics and pyramids. I think that's four. Maybe there's a fifth one, but uh, they will make various meditation cards and various meditation, uh, all kinds of different things. That's the idea. Spirit has told her that this is what what's going to happen, and and so we're <laughs> busily working away. I have to make I have to lay them all out. She sends me the text of each one, and then I lay them out, and and uh, so for what, whenever they get done. It'll be done. So it's going to be a long process, though, because eight doing doing that for well, it's now I, we had already got a hundred and fifty of them for the other for the senior geometry book, but uh, they will be uh, uh, if I have eight hundred fifty of them or a thousand. My goal is to eventually to make a thousand. I feel that there's going to be a thousand of them, and so uh, when I I don't know what I'll do when I get to a thousand, but <laughs> so uh, the. That's what's happening. So we're in the process of that. 
So each of your, so just so I understand, each of the current um, drawings that you now have, mm-hmm. she is putting a, a little poem to each there's one a little, of them. There's a little poem that it's, it. I, I'd have to find an example for you. Uh, are you see. going to, are you going to um, then put that uh, separate from just if people give them an option, you can buy the sacred geometry or sacred Oh, yes. Geometry. I mean, they're, they're entirely separate. They, they wouldn't go together. Oh, they wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't put one, overlay one onto the drawing so they could you know see a line or maybe meditate on whatever the message was right well that that's what that's what that part would be and and they would be meditation and and they would they would stimulate uh, the brain through the but they're they're very poetic and 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 they they rhyme and they're it's it's quite amazing i mean if she's doing them in in 45 seconds each that's it's just like they're being they're being downloaded to her and and so uh, I, 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 without seeing them, it's hard for me to. I wouldn't want to read one to you, and then, and because you wouldn't see what it goes with. But, but they do go specifically with each sacred geometry. It's and, and they're based on whatever, whatever is there. So, it's she's she's an amazing person, and I, I think you, maybe you, one day you'll be able to interview her on your show here. And she's she's terrific. You'll get a I'm, kick out of her. So I'm going to reach out. Uh-huh. So, so I just um, yeah, I saw. I actually a mutual friend showed me. Uh, a couple of pictures. They were, or though there was, or whatever site he, whatever. Yeah, yeah. they were amazing. I thought yeah. they were phenomenal. Well, they're very powerful. By the time the, the combination of the of the of the words and the and the sacred geometry, it's it's really quite quite wonderful. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting it all done. And so you want to, but you want to self-publish rather than find a publisher to work. Well, with you. yeah, unless unless there's a publisher out there who's who's interested in doing it. So I mean, I'm I'm we're open to everything. So <laughs> I heard a name, so I'll let you know off air okay. what I heard. And, Terrific. You know, what's the Good. worst thing anybody can say is sorry, yeah. not our yeah, thing. Exactly. But if it says, "Wow, this is great. This is just what we need." All right. Then we're, it works then we're well, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what other projects are you working on? Well, I mean, I, I always am, am doing uh, new photography. I do uh, one of the other things that that you mentioned was with the flower photos. So, I, I kind of still gravitate toward doing flowers, although I, I sort of ran out because I wanted I wanted to have one photo of each type of flower that I could find, and so I would I would go to my local florist and they got to know me and 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 they would they'd say oh we got some unusual flower and then i would buy this some the best version i could find of any particular of that flower so i have oh gosh i've got several hundred flower photos on my website and then i do them in various configurations so they're often either with the ones you saw there who had black backgrounds but then uh, I, I shoot them on on white backgrounds. I shoot them as in sometimes with 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 uh, like might use the same photo and, and extract it off the black background and put it onto a, a, a textured background. And so they they all there. I have lots and lots of flowers. And uh, right now my I belong to the Professional Photographers Association, and they have their local chapter, which is for me the uh, Channel Islands Professional Photographers. So they just asked me a couple days ago to do a, a lecture uh, demonstration for all the other photographers on how I do my flower photos and how I set them up and, and then how I process them and all of that. So uh, uh, it's very nice of them. One of, one of the members says, well, gee, why don't you get angry to do a flower? And I said, oh, okay, fine. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, You're going to do that. I'm going to do that in, in, probably next week. So. And I love the fact that you're willing to share the process. 
Well, you know, uh, you know I mean, we're, we're all, all we're all enjoying each, each other's work as, as photographers. So, I, you know, I can give them tips. They give me tips and, and we all learn from each other. We, I love that attitude. Not everybody has that kind of attitude. So I love well, when it is. No, I don't know. I mean, that's that's their loss, isn't it? <laughs> I think so, because co- I think collaboration, showing somebody what you're doing isn't taking away from anything. It just right. helps somebody enhance or shift what they're doing. Well, you know, it's, it's like, it's actually, uh, I, I think, first of all, I was a chamber musician. So I, so that's a collaboration where there's three musicians in our, in our case was a trio. So violin, piano, cello, and, and we have the music there. And so then how do we figure out our version, our vision of what it was that the composer had put onto the page? And so that's a collaboration. We have to, we stop, I mean, literally, we, we work through things bar by bar sometimes it's a, so that we know, here we push, here we pull, here we go louder, here we go softer, how much, how little, all of that has to be worked out ahead of time. And a spontaneous appearing performance is, is, is often very well calculated. And then, as we would perform it, uh, this, these wonderful, this wonderful synergy would happen is that especially after we'd maybe done it a few times and we're comfortable with our, our way of doing it, then new things would happen on the stage and we would all mind meld and we would all do something beautiful and all do something different at the same moment. And it was like, wow, did you hear that? And then we would, we would always do that. It would be something that would be incorporated into future performances. But, but, uh, so in terms of collaboration, I mean, it's like putting together an opera or putting together a theater production. You have you can't do it by one person. You have to have a even even when somebody does a one person show, they they have a director who and and then they often have a costume person, and it, it's just for their their one show. So it's always a collaboration, and 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 that's that that's how we as human beings channel into the world the the best of the best is is by collaborating with one another and learning learning and and using our each individual talent to, to create a better a synergy of something better. I, I, I love it because I love collaborating. I mean, I just think that there's so much um, depth and there's so many layers when you're collaborating because everybody's bringing something different to the party. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, it's like a, everybody bringing a dish, you know, so you have this most amazing buffet mm-hmm. yeah, right. of talent. Of and and we, talent. we as human beings really have an internal need to do that and to collaborate and to be with others because you know now with all everybody being locked down that's one of the things that 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 makes it so difficult is that people just can't interact in the, at the spiritual level that they're they're used to because even if you just go into a store you, you are entering into someone else's uh, uh energy sphere and and that interaction is missing now for so for all of us, when when we when we can't go and, and and interact with people normally, and people are feeling it big time, you know, they're yeah, just feeling yeah. so the, that void, the right? Void of the exactly. other the other energies, uh-huh. void of the experience, whatever that experience might be, right? Yeah, the COVID has um, really put a, an interesting twist on life as mm-hmm. we knew it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we are all here to learn lessons, so this is some sort of big big lesson that we're all learning and uh, I think I knew things will come of it and and uh, hopefully in the long run something good well I I think that there is come because people are learning to support each other where I think people in my opinion people were 
really starting to become very autonomous, you know, in what they're doing. And it was just, they lived in their own bubble uh-huh. you know, and it was by themselves. And now it's a forcing to be considerate of other people, uh-huh. you know, Perfect. because, uh, you know, I'm always saying be considerate. You don't know what somebody else has wearing your mask will either protect you or protect somebody from something you might be carrying around. Mm-hmm. You know, even the so much as like with the hoarding that happened at the beginning, people stopped hoarding because they realized there, you know, other people do need supplies as well. Yeah, exactly. And so hopefully that will become more, um, more part of the way of, of things. Of the, of the cultural and spiritual yes. life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and we're all one and we take care yeah. of each other. Right. So that's that's what I'm feeling. Hang uh-huh. on one second, Andre. Um, everyone, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to talk some more with Andre Balag about his sacred geometry, about his life, his music, and what's coming up next. Stay tuned. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm here with Andre Balag. And Andre is, was a child prodigy. Would that be correct in saying? Oh, that's what they said, so I'll, I, I, won't, I won't argue too much. <laughs> He's a soloist with orchestras like the Berlin Philharmonic, Frankfurt Symphony, the orchestras of Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Dallas, just to name a few. Andre has toured the world as a violinist of the Pacific Trio for 35 years. There's also another band you're with, aren't you? The- well, now that's also something that I do. Is, is called, we're, it, it, it's completely unrelated to that type of music. It's called Paris Chanson, Paris Singers. And, and, and there are three singers, and then we have a guitar. Well, one of the singers plays guitar. 
uh, drummer, bass player, keyboardist, and and me. I was kind of like what would be the lead guitar, perhaps. And we specialize in doing French and Russian and some other occasional uh, the popular music, like Edith Piaf and and Charles Aznavour and uh, Enrico Macias and all of that. Those, especially those who've been in Europe, they know this music, and it and it's so much fun because I I. It's something unlike anything I've ever done in my life before. I get to improvise, so I I make up. It's always new. It's always a little different. Uh, of course, there's certain set areas of, of each song, but I but I for a lot of the music I make up on the spot, and it's always it's always different. And I've so, watched your videos, and it looks fun. But yeah, before we, we get blast. into any more of that, let's talk. It's charity shout out time, and I've got to get my charity shout out in. And your charity is Tov Women, and. I know this is something that is near and dear to your wife, right? As well as you, you want to talk about it a little bit? Well, this is this. She is interested in in uh, also in the, in the spirituality and and she one of the one of the uh, uh, things that she found fascinating is to explore Hebrew, the Hebrew text of the of the Bible of the Torah, and and so she learned biblical Hebrew and she now she teaches biblical Hebrew and, and helps people to learn and, and explore this, the deep spirituality of the Torah through that, uh, through that methodology. And so she has a, a, a charity that, that, that helps to fund that process. And, and so people can go to, it's called Tov Woman, and, and I think you have the, the URL w- for w- that. www.studytorah.com. Studytorah.com, right. So if exactly. you want to learn and about a different religion or something else, but it's, it, it's it's for all people. It doesn't matter their religion. It, it's it really it's an education. Uh, it's yeah, because because the the uh, all of the three great religions, Islam and, and and Christianity and Judaism, Judaism first, in that they all basis themselves on the on the first five books of Moses, the Torah, and and the, and the biblical text is often uh, you can learn so many subtleties from the actual words and 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 their how they work in the text there's an enormous amount of it's it's endless really i mean and and so uh it's it's fascinating if someone uh, she has a there's a number of christians who are who who learn this same process and so uh it, it's a terrific terrific venue for entering into that into the depths of that that's that scripture and and, and learning about it and here's and there, to my to me and I've I've been bat mitzvah twice, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> How did I do that? I don't know. But during one of my classes, I there was Torah study, and I'll tell you, it's interesting. And I would think this the way that that's why there's Bible study classes for all religion, or Quran study, because there's so many nuances and so many underlying things and so many things that need explaining. Yeah, I know yeah. they did for me. Yeah, well, the connections of the words and how the words are structured—they they have infinite layers of meaning, and so it, it's it's a it's a wonderful wonderful way to explore that. www.studytorah.com. Yeah, all terrific. right. Thank you. You're welcome. Look, check it out. Help them out because I think any education is a necessary education. Uh huh. So even our personal growth is an education. That's right, necessary. of course. Well, that's what we're here to do. So, <laughs> Well, some people don't have that belief system. They don't believe they're here to learn and to grow. And, you know, I mean, there's the spiritual aspect well, of it. But, but that's, that's, their, that's their learning that they need to learn. So that's okay. This is so true. Their non-learning is their learning. Yeah, exactly. 
you know, some people are just resistant. So I love it when people look, you know, like I had to be cracked open. And, right. you know, it was just like, whoa. And my life has like done a 180 uh-huh. since I started down the path. Right. And it's okay because yeah, well, I've been that's, resistant. That's what happens. So everybody's on their own path and, and that's that's great. And which it should be. We shouldn't be walking anybody else's path. No. It's, it's our life. It's our Yeah. Well we all hold we all hold if I'm gonna be philosophical for a second, we all have a little little chunk of light that is specific to us and it's our process to, to try to bring that piece of light back to the the source. And and so that's that's what I do, that's what you do, that's what we all are all are doing, whether we know it or not. That's a great way of putting it. So people who are atheists who don't believe or think that metaphysical or spiritual, you know, because it's not their belief system doesn't exist or it's it's fooey, it's not. And it goes to everybody because we're all part of one. Right. We're all part of the one. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk further about um, some of your some of your experiences. What was your most like the biggest aha epiphany experience you had with in your spiritual path, or it could be in any path. Well, that would happen when you were doing something. You know, uh, obviously, in life we 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 have struggles. We have you know when our, when our son passed away, that was probably the most difficult thing that, that any parent has to go through and and yes. and how and coping with that uh i had to draw on what i had learned already and then of course it was a learning experience to learn new things and and uh so that would be you know when you when you get hit over the head that way it it, it is you can't help but but learn from it i mean if you're going to say what was the biggest experience i i learned from that more than anything else uh, how to cope with it, but you know, it, and, and and bringing myself to that coping process, which is what I think resulted in the sacred geometries on on one level. There are others. I was thinking about it this morning that, that it, I, how I approached that grief and everything. There are some people. There's there's a wonderful organization. It's called Compassionate Friends, which is for for people who parents who've lost children. But I went onto their website, and they and they were and there were people there who were 25, 30 years later after their their child had passed away, and they were writing these tearful. Uh, they were still in, mired in grief, and I said, "Oh my God, I I can't I can't live that way. It would be terrible." And and so I had so I found other ways to to cope with it because I said, I, I, "It's wonderful for someone, however however they cope with that. There's that's great, but." It wasn't my way to do it, and and so I I started making sacred geometries. There's another website that I found, which was called uh, the Prayer Wave. These were run by a Christian lady, Christine Duminiak, and and she has they they're very Christian, but but I would post up my experiences, and 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 other people would post theirs, and and so I be by helping other people, uh, I I help myself, and so. Uh, so that was that was my way of going through it, and then of course, as I said, the, the sacred geometry process sort of evolved, and I know my my son helps with that somehow, and 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 so uh, you know that that was the the process of, of the, the biggest cracking open, if you want, of uh, of you mentioned that as as, as 
you know, that's what happened. None of these sacred geometries would exist were it not for that. It's amazing what what comes out of it. It's almost like the phoenix rising out of the ashes. Uh-huh. We are Absolutely. We're having, you know, a very traumatic time, and yet something beautiful mm-hmm. is made from it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it's, it, it depends a lot on, on one's attitude because... You know, we're your tips and tricks. I mean, the, the the biggest tip for 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 happiness is that you have to make the choice to be happy. That's you it. You, that unless unless you choose. Now, obviously, if somebody is, has a medical issue where they're depressed and you need medication, that's one thing. But other than that, one has to make the choice to be happy or not, and and that's that's how you do it. <laughs> well, it's true. Well, not 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 everybody sees it that way, but. Well, I know they don't, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm th- thinking, for instance, of Abraham Lincoln. He 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 said the same thing. He he had a terrible life. He had the Civil War. His wife was was a manic depressive. He lost two of his children. I mean, and he says you you can only be as happy as you you choose to be. So that's following the words of Abraham Lincoln, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Andre, thank you so much. This hour has just zipped by. Huh. It has been such a pleasure and an honor to have you with me today. Well, thank you. Thank so. you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for everything you do to get this show on the on and aired. And I want to say thank Teresa and Bridget, my assistants. I want to talk tell you about my YouTube channel. So if you want to see this this interview, go to my YouTube channel, Guided Spirit Conversations, where you can like, subscribe, and make a review about the show. And then you won't miss any of the most amazing people that are coming on, like Andre here. And I want to also remind you that my sacred journal, which I'll pull up here, is now available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon. And it's a support tool to my sacred, uh, my effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path. So please check into that. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day, out of your life to listen to what uh, we're shared today, which was amazing in my opinion. Um, and please check out Andre's website at www.andresart, and that's E-N-D-R-E-S-A-R-T.com. Check out uh, studytorah.com. Check out that because it could be something you're looking for. And I want to thank you again being a part of the show. Thank Andrea, you. again, thank you. It's my pleasure. And until next week, I send you love. I send you blessings. I send you gratitude. Please be safe. Please be socially considerate of others. This is a crazy time. And I know you wouldn't want to know that you've given somebody something or somebody inadvertently gave you something like this terrible virus. So please be socially considerate. Till next week, take care. Thank you.